Welcome to Reality Breached episode 95. Football is back. We're going to take some time to talk about where we see this season going and with given predictions on almost every single team. Uh, it's me and Jarius breaking down the NFL. Check it out and thanks for listening. Hello, welcome to a new Reality Breached. Uh, we're going to talk about sports again. It's, it's me. Uh, it's Sergio. Uh, I'm your host. Uh, and, and like always, we have the unapologetic geek on the line, Jarius himself. What's up? I would hope that it was you. It took, it's like your intro was like you're trying to uh, reassure everyone that you're on the episode. <laughs> exactly. It's like, never fear. <laughs> It's not Rush Limbaugh, nothing like that. It's me. Yeah, it's me. It's it's the guy who's on every damn episode. <laughs> Man, I uh I watch or I'd like to keep up with Colin Coward. And every now and again he had that other guy come in, I can't remember his name. When I see the video for him like on um on YouTube, not YouTube, on Facebook or something, I'm like, I don't want to listen to this guy. Like he's okay. <laughs> I'm like, where's where's Colin? That's who I'm there for. Isn't his name on the show? Exactly. Hey, like, you know, just air reruns or something. You don't want... Yeah, I, don't, I don't care what this guy thinks. I mean, he's good, but I don't give a fuck about what he thinks. <laughs> yeah, like like no one wants to watch... Um, what's that show with Stephen A. Smith on it? Oh, my God. First take without First take? Stephen A. Smith. It's, it's rough with him on there. <laughs> And they can survive without Max Kellerman. But if you take Stephen A. Smith off of their show, there is literally no reason to watch. But the funny side of that is it's actually better <laughs> without him yelling constantly. <laughs> it's really weird. Like, I just wonder if that's how he talks about everything. Of course it is. It's like, honey, this turkey is like delicious. Stephen A. Smith, the C- Stephen A. Smith, the way he talks – that's basically how a uh, conversation goes in a barbershop when someone says something so ridiculous. And I'm talking about a black barbershop. I don't know how white barbershops do, but whatever. Oh, but white barbershops <laughs> are quiet, very quiet. <laughs> They're very quiet. You all play chess or something like that. Oh, <laughs> uh, but no, that's even more a, activity than what is actually in a white barbershop. But in a black barbershop, like when someone says something absolutely ridiculous, it gets very loud. But the thing is, Stephen A. Smith doesn't know when to turn that voice off. Like, he just spends the whole time in excited barbershop response mode. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, it's sport. As I said, we're talking about sports again, hence the Stephen A. Smith talk. Uh, We haven't talked since, when was it? Um, March? When does when, when does when does football end? June? Not basketball. Uh, basketball ends in June. Basketball ends in June. We yeah. haven't spoken since then. It was right before the massacre of the century. It was right before the Thanos snap. That's what it was. It, it, yeah. It, like <laughs> it, it was right before before the the Cavs got swept in 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 the finals. Mm-hmm. Something that everyone saw coming. Everyone. Literally everyone. And they still watched it. Apparently the uh the ratings were pretty good for it. But it, it was 
it, it's like what it was one thing hearing or or like following the both teams throughout the season and knowing what was going to happen, but then you sit down and you watch it, it's like wow, this really happened exactly <laughs> the way we <laughs> called it. And my favorite game, of course, is game three when Kevin Durant hit virtually the same shot yeah. that he did the uh, last year. And I thought that was pretty epic. And it's funny because, like, as far as Steph Curry is concerned, Steph Curry is the first unanimous MVP. He has two MVP awards on this belt. He has three championships, halfway to Jordan, as I call it. And he's not going to be remembered as the reason or, or I guess the hit the the leader of those Golden State Championship teams on paper. So if I give you a sheet of paper, you've never seen Golden State or you're new to the NBA. If I give you a sheet of paper and I tell you the finals MVP is normally the top dog on that team, you see Andre Iguodala and Kevin Durant twice. Like is Steve is Steph Curry had an impact, but they're talking about asterisks on Kevin Durant's legacy because he joined uh, that team. But, I mean, is there going to be an asterisk on Steph Curry's legacy as well because he hasn't won it? If he goes, wins, he if he wins three more finals and doesn't get a finals MVP, does he get an asterisk as well? Uh, no. I don't think so. I don't think so. But, but because because, so because it's not like he opted into something that is almost cheating. <laughs> you know, he just got outplayed. Yeah, he just got outplayed. But yeah. then in, in this situation, kind of his fault because he had that horrible game, the same game, game three, where Kevin DeGrant had to essentially bail him out. Like he was missing everything. Yeah. If it was up to him, they would have lost by double digits. Hmm. My Well, my favorite game was game one. <laughs> like the J.R. Smith like brain yes. fart of the century and, and it's going to live in infamy and like there's no redemption from that because he's not going to get first of all LeBron won't allow him on another team <laughs> with him to get a championship yeah. ring and they damn sure not going to take him in Golden State so him saying that he thought they had the lead it was hilarious, man. Like that's one of my favorite moments in history, in history, like in the history of the NBA, in the history of the world, in the history of the NFL. Anything that's one of my favorite moments ever. Because J.R. Smith, like I expect nothing from him, and he never disappoints me in that regard. He never disappoints me. So, yeah, the 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 finals were what they were. And then, of course, we get to free agency, and LeBron makes the the first step, or he takes the first step in his uh, I ain't gonna say his dissension in his retirement plan. The first step in collecting on your four hundred one k is he knows it's, it's a wrap, and it's not about championships to me. LeBron doesn't have to win another championship. He's in. He's in the Hall of Fame. He's in the conversation for top three ever. Yeah. 
yeah, he he's in and he knows that and he's hit that that phase what they call the mogul phase where it's about business transactions. It's about being closer to his businesses in L.A. and expanding those businesses, but reminding everybody that hey, you come on this court with me, I'm gonna bust your ass. And I like that LeBron. This version of LeBron is one I like. Okay. So I'm 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 actually kind of excited to see him in L.A. for some reason. Yeah, yeah, like like, L.A. I think suits his brand really well. Yeah, um, very well. Especially if if we're talking like the the movie star LeBron James, the TV exec LeBron James, like yeah, I like Trainwreck LeBron James. My wife introduced me to that movie. He's hilarious. In that. <laughs> He's really good. And then, uh, did you have you seen The Shop on HBO? Yeah, I watched The Shop. Yeah, that was. Like that LeBron James, this version of him that is going to say what's on his mind and he knows, and they kind of get into that on the shot, that he knows he's the man, that's the LeBron that I like. Yeah. I'm not a fan of the LeBron that once he lost the NBA Finals, he put a hand brace on or wrist brace. That pissed me off. Because I'm like, come on, man, you play, you put on a Herculean effort out there. We know that you didn't have a chance, but now you're gonna kind of, kind of undercut the uh, Golden State win because you punched a chalkboard it's, in it's, the first it's game. Petty. It's petty, man. Like it's very petty. Yeah. And but that's that's the NBA players. It's, it's very petty, very diva-ish, very uh, Devil Wears Prada-ish <laughs> in that regard. Uh, well. I think that's really all there is to say about basketball. Like, you had the yeah. big move, you had the, had the had the disappointing finals. Kawhi's gone to somewhere nobody. Well, I mean, they sent him with a wild thing. They off literally real. deported him. <laughs> they deported him. They sent him to another country, man. But Speaking he makes Petty. it a lot more interesting, right? He makes it much more interesting to me. So I, I'm actually excited to watch the NBA as a whole. Like I like watching greatness, but at the same time, I like parody. And that's what um, the Eastern Conference is going to give me this year. So I'm pretty excited to, see, to check it out. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I, I, they're still not parody. Like, the, the, the worst <laughs> conference just got rid of the best player. So... I mean, it brings balance to the force, does it not? No, no it doesn't. Oh, come on, the force man. is got, just everyone that plays in California. Toronto has a shot to, and I'm just talking about the East here because it, it's the East is no longer the LeBron James Invitational. That's true. Now the entire NBA is the Golden State Warriors tryout <laughs> because there's a chance that star player is going to go to their team in offseason anyway. Yeah, yeah. And with that, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to. Boston, Toronto, and Philly, and maybe a surprise team of just vying for their top spot to lose to the Warriors. Yeah, it's, yeah that's basically all it is. And it's, but it's going to be Boston. Like it's going to be Boston. It has to be Boston, right? I, I, I don't see any other team being good enough. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I really wanted Boston to make it to the finals against Golden State just because it's different. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, let's move on to the main event. Yes. Football's back, man. It is. And grown football. Football uh, where you're actually paid. Like football and football. <laughs> for your services. 
Yeah, real football is back. I love college football. It's not a slight. Nobody getting their feelings about that. No, no, you can totally but, get in your feelings about that. College football <laughs> is bullshit. I love, yeah, it is a lot of bullshit. Did you hear about Braylon Edwards getting uh, suspended from the Big Ten Network because he roasts uh, Michigan? <laughs> no. Is that not one of the speaking of petty yet again? <laughs> is that not one of the most school girlish moves you've ever heard? Like, you already got Urban Meyer who looks like a complete asshole, <laughs> but then you get so mad at someone who's talking about a school that he used to attend. They probably still giving back money to. You get so mad at him that you go to the network that you own and say he has to be suspended for that. Seriously? College football is bullshit. <laughs> like, I like we were having a poker ha- a poker night at the house, and it was like the, that yeah. the big opening Saturday, you know, with all the big SEC games or whatever. Yeah. And uh, somebody came over and said, "Hey, what is this? Why aren't we watching the state game? Turn on the state game, and it's like fifty-five to three. <laughs> it's their preseason, though." I don't care. That's exactly. I don't care. <laughs> it, that 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 win counts. Oh yeah, yeah it does. It's it's quote unquote regular season, and I mean a lot of the games are like they've gotten better with the scheduling over the years, but a lot of the games are like bullshit games. I, I definitely am on that train, but when this when college football hits, it really hits, man. It's really good. Like the the ever since they put in this uh, the playoff, it's been sensational. So I I uh, am I'm just asking, just give it a chance one more time. I know you've done it. In I'm past. not gonna do that. Just give it a shot. That. It's way too fun saying that it's bullshit. Like I get more <laughs> out of not liking it than I get from actually enjoying it. So that's why we're here to talk about the NFL, real football. Yes. Yeah, real football. And as as we speak, as we record this, uh, the first game of the season is supposed to be on, but it's in a rain delay. It's in rain yeah. delay. Oh, that gives me a little extra time to set up my fantasy team. Or the rain delays don't apply there, do they? I don't know. Oh, uh-huh. do, do you have any Eagles or uh, Falcons on your team? Uh, I got Matt Ryan. I got Matt Ryan on one of my teams. I set Carson Wentz as down i hope on another team oh man so this is this is not live but i am checking my line in real time <laughs> and i've been a panic i don't think i said carson wins now uh, but yeah we're um <laughs> as we're as we're recording this yes they are kicking off or in a rain delay as you said yeah yeah tonight i have philadelphia um I have them winning this game, but I don't make that pick confidently because Wentz isn't out there and Nick Foles. You remember when Joe Namath had that great season, came crashing back down to earth and showed you just how mediocre of a quarterback he was? You mean you mean Joe Flacco? Ah, him too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, and I'm saying you do you remember Joe Namath like any of us were either of us were born <laughs> at, at that point, but you know, legend has it, this is exactly what happened. I think it's time for him to come back crashing down to earth. And for the record I did send Carson Wentz, thank God. Um but yeah, he's gonna come back crashing down. Like 
he wasn't supposed to win that Super Bowl. No, no. He had a great team around him, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I, I actually think that the Falcons are going to win the game. Okay. Uh, Got a score prediction? Over under? Uh, no, no. Yeah. I, th- I think it's going to be close. Yeah, I can see that. And typically but, on Thursday night, they kind of they kind of start hot, and you know you do get a pretty good game. But yeah, and and, I, and I'm sure the Falcons are pretty um butthurt from losing last year to them in the playoffs. Absolutely. They've, they've got a score to there, settle. There are a lot of revenge games on the schedule uh, this year. I see Jacksonville gets uh, New England at some point this season, mm-hmm. and Minnesota gets. Uh, New Orleans. Oh, don't so, remind me. Yeah. Yeah. And so, speaking of that, um, I guess the reason why we're here is we're getting into some predictions. And I've actually, I actually posted my predictions on uh, the Unapologetic Geek, but I am happy to come here and elaborate, <laughs> expound on them. Because a lot of people, I raised a lot of eyebrows with what I said. I had a lot of contention, a lot of uh, feedback, both on my personal page and <laughs> on the Unapologetic Geek. So I'm re- I'm definitely ready to dive into it if you are. Oh, I am. I am. Is 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 that how we're gonna we're gonna do this? We just want to go through each division. Yeah. Well, each conference. Each. Con- well, yeah. Let's division go through and conference. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll start off with this. These are my four teams on the outside looking in. Okay. And I guess this is—I mean, we're going to piss them off. Then let's, let's go hard. Just, yeah, just yeah. Start start off. Jacksonville Jaguars going. I got them finishing eight and eight. Seattle Seahawks finishing eight and eight. I think um, Pete Carroll's coming into his last his last year uh, on his contract. Russell Wilson is going to put on another incredible effort. But their offensive line is still ass. Their running game is still kind of up in the air. And the defense is, is a lot of holes there. Um, and then you lost a big defensive leader, even though they say he's on the downside of his career. I mean, Richard Sherman is out. Like, he's not there anymore. And that was a big part of the defense. So I got Seattle Seahawks finishing 8-8. Eight eight. Uh, the Carolina Panthers, I just flat out don't trust them. I don't have, <laughs> I don't have a lot of, of logical reasoning behind anything else I trust Cam Newton but he gets let down like his team it feels like his offense lets him down a lot more um, and he still has yet to get that one receiver that he can truly rely on and then on top of that he's playing in the division with the Atlanta Falcons and with the New Orleans Saints uh, yeah. and yes I left out the Buccaneers on purpose uh, yeah that, oh, yeah <laughs> I'm gonna get a piece of shit um, and lastly <laughs> Uh, Dallas Cowboys gonna be on the outside looking in um, at nine and seven. I and it won't be because they lost this Bryant. I actually think they'll improve without this Bryant because Dak Prescott can just you know do his own thing and, and make his own decision. The problem is they play in the NFC East. It's a tough division. Even the bottom feeders, which are the uh, the Redskins, yeah, I don't care if they had a better record than. Uh, Dallas last year. They're the bottom feeders of that division, but they're still tough. And so I think Dallas is going to end up 9-7, and and you'll be um, hearing the lamentations of crying Dallas Cowboys fans (laughs) at the end of the season. And I I also think this is going to be... What's the the coach's name? 
Jason Garrett. Yeah, Jason Garrett. This yeah, is this is yeah. going to be his last year. You think? Yeah. Because you know this this Jerry's boy, man. Like I thought he was bulletproof. I really believe he's bulletproof. No, 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 no. But like, you know what? He was bulletproof when he had a team that underachieved with Tony Romo. They didn't expect to, to be able to transition transition from Tony Romo while also having a competent quarterback and a great running back. So yeah, you you might be on to something with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what's going to happen is they're going to continue to get worse, and they're going to realize how much they miss Tony Romo. Yeah, and, and, and how much he propped up the offense. He was much better. He was much better than, like, hindsight being twenty twenty. I was always on Tony Romo's ass every week. Like, you can go back on my Facebook and look at old posts, and I stayed roasting him. But at the end of the day, like, going back and looking at his numbers mm-hmm. and the games when he was really, really good, Tony Romo was a pretty good quarterback. Seriously, and. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that. I, it, it's it's like it's kind of crashing down on him. I like Dak Prescott, but Dak Prescott is not necessarily a Pro Bowl quarterback. No, and you no, need it's not. that to win in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, and and I, I think you're 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 right in that the uh, the, the the Dallas Cowboys. I think they're going to go 500. I think it's eight and eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I don't think. I don't think the, the 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 Jaguars are gonna fall as much as you're thinking they're they, they're gonna fall. Because mm, of the AFC. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, because the, the the only thing working against the Jaguars repeating in that division is the Texans. Yeah, and I'll get to that in a moment. Uh, so what you think about the Seahawks? I think you were on the money with the Seahawks. Like the. They're in the middle of a rebuild that they're probably going to lose their coach during. So, I have no idea. I don't know where they're going with this. Yeah, I really don't like that team. Has like a very. If I was looking into a crystal ball, it'll be very cloudy. (laughs) (laughs) No idea what's going to happen to them. Yeah. Um. And then I know how you feel about Carolina. So you got any other team that you want to put in there? Just you know, just on the outskirts of the playoffs. On the outskirts of the playoffs. Let me see. Uh, the Chicago Bears. Really? With Trubisky? With Trubisky, yeah. We've seen we've seen teams that don't have elite quarterbacks do well, and the Bears already had one of the best defenses in the league. Mm. And if they can keep opponents under fourteen points. And they got a good running back. Yeah, like if if they can keep opponents under fourteen points, they can pull a, a Jaguars from the last year. Hmm. Huh. That's interesting. We shall see. So they, they, I, th- I think they're going to be way better this year. Hmm. All right. So guess we'll move. We'll stay with the. Uh, well, actually, yeah, we'll stay with the NFC here. Yeah, because the AFC, I think, is the one with the real point of contention. <laughs> uh, the NFC, I got the Eagles finishing 12-4, and four, and it's just Super Bowl champion respect right there. Um, but they, they have an embarrassment of riches. If I'm not mistaken, the Dominican Sue side, right? With whom? Yeah, I believe in Dominican Sue signed with uh, Philadelphia. 
No, he signed with um. Who who did he sign with? Oh, uh, who was it? It I was, know um, he was, a, it was uh, the Rams. The Rams. Yes, the Rams. Okay, I'm going to get to them. Never mind. Philadelphia. I know they have a, a stout defense, and I I remember them signing someone, or they were about to sign someone. And he's not Khalil Mack because everybody was about to sign Khalil Mack if you paid attention to Bleacher Report. But um, uh, Bennett. Yes, that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like and I like that signing. Uh, so I got them at twelve and four, and they are going to have the exact same record as your New Orleans Saints, good sir. Yep, yep, yep. I got the Saints finishing twelve and four, and the four games are kind of toss-up games. They could pull those out too, but of course, some of those in the twelve are games that are you know, if they want to lay an egg, then they'll lay an egg. Yeah, and 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 like I I factor a certain number of wins into the Saints' schedule this year just because they're in the the NFC South. Yeah, which has the Panthers and and the Falcons in it. Absolutely. Um, I got the Los Angeles Rams finishing at ten and six. They're gonna have a solid season, uh, but I the magic of last year. I think it's going to wear off on them. But at the same time, when you got guys like Ndamukong Sue out there, and then they got Brooks on offense, uh, you know, and that's someone Jerry Goff can get the ball to pretty quickly. I mean, you you put him on the street, he's gone. Like, he's out of there. So <laughs> I think Brooks is going to do some, um, some good things. And I have uh, Green Bay. You mean Cooks. 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 Yeah, I'm like, who the hell is Brooks? You know what? When I was saying it, he didn't sound right. I was like, who the hell is Brooks? Cooks. Brandon Cooks. And then the, the other part is, I I know what happened and how I got Brooks. I thought of his first name, Brandon. Uh-huh. And then, and then I, just, Brooks. I just dropped the C and just made him one word. Like, what if I just combined his first name and his last name? It's awful. But, yes, like, like, Brandon like a Cooks. Like a real Rick Vickers situation. Yeah, oh, my God. The greatest football player to never live. Uh, yeah, so the Los Angeles Rams finish at ten and six. Green Bay, she's at eleven and five. Aaron Rodgers is going to be Aaron Rodgers is going to be amazing. But and I know I'm going to get a lot of flack. One of my good friends is a, a big Green Bay fan. I think his greatness, and, and this is something maybe I should have done this part. Second, maybe we should have done the NFC second because I got a couple things to say about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is so great that he kind of blinds the fans to the issues with the rest of that team. They have problems on the defensive end. The offensive line is really isn't all that great, mm-hmm. and then they don't have a running back. He no longer has a safety blanket in Jordy Nelson. Like Aaron is going to do great. And that's why, out of respect, I'm giving them 11 wins. But I wouldn't be surprised if they barely get in on the wild card, if you want me to be honest. Well, like, I th- here's where I, th- I, I I find a huge hole in your prediction. Mm-hmm. Huge hole. Um, that should be the, the Vikings. You, okay, so here's... All right, let's continue on like with the predictions. The, the, like the Vikings are going to win twelve games this year. I think the Vikings are going to take a step back. What? I really do believe with that defense, and it's not going to be the defense's fault. I feel like the Vikings are going to take a step back. And I, 
it, you can call it a hunch. I'm okay with being wrong. I was wrong on some of my predictions uh, last year when we were talking. But it's just something about the Vikings, and I know they got cousins. That's you know what? That's exactly what it is. I don't trust cousins. What? As mm-hmm. good as he has been in the last couple of years, and I know they got a, a stout receiving core there. It's something about Cousins that I don't trust, and there's a reason why the Redskins, besides being cheap, did not pay him. Mm, he no, no, no. Cousins wanted out. He was he was he wasn't going to sign with him anyway. I, I it's he, just something about it. It's he, he has played better than the Redskins are as a team. Like he, it, it, just like what we were saying about Romo earlier. Yeah, like. Kirk Cousins kind of carried their offense for three years straight. I see that too. It's just that's my hunch pick. Out of and, all of these, yeah. that is my hunch pick right there. Is that Minnesota is going to falter? But getting back to Aaron Rodgers, as great as he is, like it's getting to the point where, and I've been seeing this a lot. I hadn't said it myself. I thought it a little bit, but I just didn't really, you know, dwell on it. But you got. Those rumblings are starting. Like, shouldn't he have two more Super Bowls by now? As great as he is, <laughs> shouldn't he? You know, it happens. It happens to all the greats. Shouldn't he have more championships at this point? And the reason why Drew Brees gets a pass, because I know somebody is like, well, what about Drew Brees? The reason why Drew Brees gets a pass is it is it's never Aaron's fault, you know, when there are shortcomings. But with Drew... Drew is dropping 5,000 yards per season. Like, yeah, you damn yeah. sure know. It's he's not he's working fault. overtime. Yeah. He's working overtime. And then you guys are a bonehead defensive player away from not only going to the Super Bowl against the New England Patriots, but dissecting the New England Patriots yeah, defense yeah, yeah. on your way to a second title for Drew. And we'll get into this a little bit later on. Like, Drew's team is fine. On the defensive end, for the first time ever, he has a legit defense. Se- second time ever. Are you the talking only, about the Super Bowl team? The Super Bowl team had a great defense. The Super Bowl team didn't look that Re- great to me until they Regardless of how many rapes were involved. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on, man. They were a... Like a... They were a legit defense. They were a legit defense. Yes, they were. Okay. I, th- I like this defense a little bit better. A little bit better. And that's just because looking at them, you know, as a whole during the season, I like this one the better. But it, that run, and I, I love, you know, going back and revisiting that. That run that that New Orleans team went on was amazing. And I see a lot of that now. And that's why, you know, I have some high hopes that, like I said, I get into later uh, with the New Orleans Saints. And the two wildcard teams in the NFC, the New York Giants. And the shocker here is, you know, I hate Eli Manning. (laughs) I hate Eli Manning. Like, he's a turnover machine to me. He's highly overrated. He has two incredible playoff runs. I sat there and watched him pissed off as as ever. (laughs) That he was, you know, doing what he was doing in the playoffs. But the time, the jig is up. 
the reason why I have them as a uh, as a wild card is I believe their defense and the offense is going to succeed despite Eli's deficiency because of Saquon Barkley and you have a healthy receiving core yeah. as of yeah. right now. Yeah, and so I see them going ten and six because of that. Go ahead. I don't, I don't know about ten and six. That like that might that might be asking a bit much out of that, that that Giants team. But I do think that them making the playoffs as wild card is not out of, out of the question. Uh, yeah. Because as bad as they were last year, they were actually a good team that just what's his name could not coach them for shit. Yeah, he could. So he couldn't coach them worse than down. Yeah. So so like a change a change up top. And the returning of, you know, uh, OBJ or OBJ? whatever, whatever yeah. the hell we want to call him this week. Um, <laughs> and, and like, a, a competent running back, someone they haven't had in a while. It's, it's uh, I, I I can see that. Yeah. And the last one, and this is, I, I gave you a hunch pick as far as Green Bay and, and Minnesota. The last one, and I know you're going to get a, I'm going to get an eye roll with this one. San Francisco. I think the 49ers can sneak in. I don't see you're not going to get an eye roll for me on that. I don't think it would be sneaking in. You think that legit? Yes. Yes, like I I think like that the the, the NFC West could go to either the Rams or the 49ers easily. Yeah. Yeah, and that's reasonable and I think they're going to go cuz I got the Rams finishing at 10 and 6. So I think it's going to be a half game situation. That keeps them from winning the division outright. Yeah. Uh but yeah, those are my predictions as far as the NFC and I know you've already objected to me putting the Packers in over Minnesota. Yep. Uh but you had any other objections there? Um no, no. Like Minnesota's really the only the only hole I see there. Yeah, and we'll see. We'll definitely keep up with that. Yeah. The, the, uh, as I said, the, one of them that I could see sneaking in as wild cards is is the Bears. Okay. Yeah, I can. I can. Like, I like your reasoning behind it. Now I'm gonna. And they got Khalil Mack. That's a big thing. We kind of didn't uh, expand upon that. But Khalil Mack, like somebody called him the modern day. Lawrence Taylor. I don't know if we can get Ooh. you know we Ooh. yeah we we live in a generation where you're like what the hell <laughs> but I like him I definitely like him as a defensive presence and that's someone that Green Bay Green Bay should have locked him up they should have done whatever they needed to to get him on the other side of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, see Green Green Bay doesn't do that. Green Bay doesn't do big free agent signings they just don't do it. But that's 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 why they should have gotten him because it would have been a trade, you know. It's, they they, they still don't do that. Back. Like, yeah, they don't. I don't know. I, Green I don't Bay's the weirdest damn team. And if Green Bay didn't go straight from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers, I'd like to see where they would end up. Yeah. But so it's AFC time, and I promise contention. I promise. Uh, <laughs> The raising of eyebrows. Uh, I'll start out with. We'll start with it. Let's we'll start. Let's we'll start with the assumptions, like the gimmies. The gimmies are the Houston Texans going to finish at eleven and five and win their division. Uh, a lot of people are ready to jump back on the Andrew Luck bandwagon, but I thought he was pretty damn overrated when he was healthy. I I do 
respect that he carried his team and that he pulled a lot of those wins out of his ass. I mean, with his just off his pure passing ability and his athleticism, he's a pretty big guy and he's a pretty athletic guy. But I don't see anything with Indianapolis outside of him. They're improving, but I don't think they're ready to take over the division. And I think they're going to just miss the playoffs as well. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, this isn't even me taking anything away from Andrew Luck. Like I respect his talent, and and he's probably going to be the the reason they might make the playoffs this year. But he's coming back into a situation where there's a new coach, new system. Uh, he, we don't know how good he's going to be. Uh, there, there's really not a huge structure built beneath him. So yeah, there, right. there's no reason to believe they're going to actually make the playoffs this year. And Deshaun Watson going down was the was very beneficial for the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's why I think they come back crashing down to earth. Honestly, uh, they're gonna have him back in the division. I think Mariota is gonna bounce back. Is he gonna make a huge splash? Maybe not. No. Um, but that's yeah, a, that's I think a hard no from me. I think with Luck coming back and with Mariota at least being halfway decent and maybe escaping with it. I'm, and another thing I didn't even bring up with Jacksonville, they got Blake Bortles still. They, yes. Not only do they still so, have him, they double down. Like, they re-signed him. They doubled down. They re-signed him. And, it, like, that kind of that kind of incompetence can be rewarded. <laughs> Not here. So, no, I don't I don't think the Jags make the magic happen again. So, Houston takes us at 11-5. So, so the, like, the, uh, the, 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 the best thing that's ever – that is going to happen to the Jacksonville Jaguars this year – is them retiring that damn two-tone head uh, helmet? <laughs> yes, it has to go. No, it's gone. It's, it's also, gone. Oh, oh, it's already it's gone. It's actually okay, gone. They, like, like they did. Hope I thought they new. had like they were going to give it one more year or something like that. No, no, it's gone this year. New uniforms. Like, too bad they're Thank not going to wear in the playoffs. Yeah, better enjoy them while you can, kids. <laughs> but anyway, um, next I have. As far as the two wild cards, I'm giving Baltimore ten and six because, and I'm just going off. I know he's made some mistakes in the preseason, but I think the Michael Vick effect will be over uh, Lamar Jackson, and he's going to be good enough between the good games that. Um, Oh, what is the Ravens? And we just talked about Joe, Ravens. Uh, Joe Flacco. Between the good games that Joe Flacco are gonna, you know, he's gonna have, and Lamar Jackson playing clean up and actually doing a Mike Big Tim Tebow, <laughs> his best Mike Big Tim Tebow impression. I I really wanted to go with nine and seven, and I'm gonna push with ten and six. Um, so those are. That's one of my one of my AFC wild cards, and the Kansas City Chiefs at eleven and five are my other one. Hmm. Uh, I think Mahomes. I think Mahomes is going to be good. Like he has the raw athletic ability, he has the arm, his accuracy is there. He's still kind of raw. He's still you know kind of in the Andy Reid developmental cycle. But at the same time, I can't ignore the fact that they got a damn. Amazing offense. Yeah, those weapons are ridiculous. Like from the tight end to the wideout, the offensive line is solid, and you got Kareem Hunt who just exploded on the fantasy team and the reality um, team as just 
a phenom. <laughs> on the <laughs> reality <Friday> team. <laughs> yeah, on the reality team, the real team, and the fantasy team. Yeah, he was he was no joke. So I got Kansas City finishing at eleven and five and getting the better of the wild card I mean, spots. I kind of disagree with with at both of those wild card spots. So uh, who you got? Like the Ravens. Uh, the the problem with the Ravens is Joe Flacco. He's either going he's either going to play <laughs> just good enough to get them eight wins, or he's going to play so badly that they end up pulling him. But they're not going to pull him until they're like five losses deep. I don't think so. I think that they pull him way ahead of time simply based on the highlights that Lamar Jackson has. Like you can't. You don't want to miss the playoffs because that's another coach that I think is going to be on the high seat. It's um, Harbaugh. Harbaugh. I don't know. Yeah, I, I could see him. I could any, see any him. any any coach that's won a Super Bowl kind of has tenure until he decides to quit. Nah, I don't know, especially when you're on an organization that thinks it's better than it is, but there's yeah. neither here nor there. Uh, and I think, um, and I, I, I think the Chiefs are better than what you're describing. Yes, yes, I I think the Chiefs win the division. Okay, all right. All right, so in that case, who are your two wild cards? Uh, Ooh, hmm. We can come back. We might have to come back to that. Like, uh, the the, the AFC isn't strong enough for me to really put my money behind anybody for the wild card. Maybe, Maybe the Chargers? But, but yeah, we'll we'll, we'll revisit that. So... Pittsburgh still is. I got them finishing at twelve and four. Their offense is a force to be reckoned with, uh, even though they don't like to pay it. <laughs> <laughs> that like Beyond Bell situation is ugly, dude. The damn offensive line. Did you see those quotes, dude? He need just for personal reasons. He needs to come back because in my money league, he was my number one draft. <laughs> Ah oh, man, and I never would have took it. It was one of those leagues I had on uh, autopilot, and I kept getting lucky and not getting him. And I'm like, yes, you know, like, it, it, yeah. And I want him to play. I want him to get his money. Yes, yes. I enjoy him playing. But I want him to get his money. His offensive line is is they kind of out of line. You know, like don't tell that man to come in and practice and all that stuff. And it's not your money that's being affected. Like one of the players is like, um, he gets paid twice as much as me, and I'm still showing up to kill. Well, you're not as talented as him. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Just, like you know, it's it, it comes down to position. Like an offensive lineman's not going to be paid fifteen yeah. million dollars. Exactly. It doesn't like, mean he's not like, as come talented, on, bro. <laughs> and no, it definitely means that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but yeah, you're um, right. Steelers, Steelers take that division. Some- like the Browns are still gonna suck, the the Bengals are still gonna oh, suck, yeah. the Ravens are yes. are a gray area. Let's yeah, the North is already taken. Yeah, they they're gonna take. All right, the North definitely is taken. It sounds like some dra- uh, not Dragon Ball Z. Hell no, uh, Game <laughs> of Thrones. It sounds like some of that shit. Um, but yeah, the North remembers. <laughs> <laughs> but Pittsburgh Steelers are gonna be at twelve and four. Uh, New England Patriots. I got them, and this is a respect um, prediction. I got them at thirteen and three, twelve and four, twelve and four more so the reality. But I can see. I looked at their schedule. I just kept looking over and over again. I was like, the AFC is 
is weak enough for them to pull out thirteen and three. I yeah, believe. Well, they get spotted four wins a year. Easy, Easily. almost six wins a year. Well, no, that's what I was just about to say. Six wins a year because it's just ain't ain't just aren't fucking ready for them. Like, and, and I see that that Sam Donald, he looks good, and he's definitely the future, but right. not this year, not this year. So yeah, I give New England. Yeah, I'm doubling down on that. I give New England thirteen to three uh, to finish out. And my number one or number two, also with thirteen to three, Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> Arguably the best team in the NFL last year during those final few games. I say about the final six games. They were the best no, team in the, the NFL. The 49ers, they just the 49ers get were the best team together. in the NFL. The last five weeks of the season. No, no. Defensively and offensively, San Diego Chargers. Super LA Chargers. Chargers, LA Chargers. No, they're San Diego in my heart. (laughs) In my heart, in my heart, we never gave up Drew Brees, okay? (laughs) In my heart, in my soul, we never gave up Drew Brees, and we never gave up the city of San Diego. Like, who takes this seriously? Do you know how often they have it? And I mean, I've seen Colin Cowherd call them the San Diego Chargers. It was hilarious. Well, they're not playing there, so that's really the only way. You know, you can call them San Diego all you want, but they're they're in L.A. <laughs> they're in L.A. in a soccer field. Play- a soccer field is going to have the number one team in the AFC. No, they're not. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. Oh, most definitely. They will be the number one team in the AFC or the number two. I even say that, but those are my guys. Just to recap, because I know you still have to give your predictions. Matter of fact, no, go ahead and give yours now, because you need to pick two AFC wild card teams, and I know you're not rolling with San Diego. No. <laughs> I mean, I said they're going to Los Angeles. No, no, I, as I said again. before, the Chiefs are going to win that division. <laughs> like that, that's okay. going to happen. Uh, I'll give the Chargers one of the one of the uh, wild card spots. Sure, why not? So, so so I guess the other wild card spot You agree with Pittsburgh, you agree with Texans. Yeah, I agree with the Texans. I, okay. I agree with Pittsburgh and, New and New England. England, yeah. I, I guess okay. just by default, when it's looking at the teams in the AFC, unless the Jets pull something out of their ass or the Browns somehow rise from the dead. No, we would not do that. Like no. the only <laughs> the only other team that I could see making the playoffs would be the Jags. And and them getting the the, the last of okay. the uh, the the wild card spots. Gotcha. Real quick on the Cleveland <laughs> Browns. And I know I, what is the what are the chances that is a Cleveland Browns fan that's going to listen to this and just get furious? But hey, if Cleveland, they do Bra- listen, Cleveland Browns fans are broken at this point. They don't get furious anymore. <laughs> Dude, first of all, humble yourselves. You're one in thirty-one. Over the past two seasons. <laughs> and last season was so bad, I thought they were over 32. That's right. I thought they were so bad, they retroactively <laughs> gave a win back <laughs> and made them over 32. And so this year, we're on the quest for over 32. The Browns are personally my favorite team in the NFL because their exercise in futility is hilarious. It is 
very funny. And then you go look at Hard Knocks, and I checked it out because I knew at some point, this was before we scheduled this episode, I knew at some point I was going to get to come on here and talk about the Browns. <laughs> I looked at Hard Knocks, and I looked at, at um, the Browns, I looked at that season, and there's another season, the Miami Dolphins season. And I saw how hard both of these teams were work and I'm like they absolutely fucking suck in real life so if you have to work that hard to be mediocre or terrible <laughs> just imagine how hard you gotta work with the New England Patriots and the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Green Bay Packers and all those guys they, if you look if, if you again I did this with the NBA I'm gonna do it with the NFL if you never saw an NFL game a day in your life, you don't know anything about the history or anything about the teams, and you looked at hard knocks, you would think that they were going to win the Super Bowl. Really? And how hard they worked. Yes, that's how hard being in the NFL is, and I respect everybody in the NFL because of hard knocks. But Cleveland and everybody is picking them as a surprise and all that kind of crap, telling me that they're going to get seven wins, seven and nine. Where? <laughs> Where, I, dude? The 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 Browns, if they had a competent coach, like like if 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 they if they cut Hugh Jackson last year and replaced it with anyone competent, I think they would actually have a good year this year. Because it's 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 obvious yeah, you, leadership is the problem. Very much so. Very much so. You got a coach who. They let him go one and thirty-one, and I don't know why he's still there. I really don't. Like, I don't get. Yeah. It. I don't get how how he's still there. Like, hey, you go zero and fifteen, you're supposed to be on the chopping block. You go zero and sixteen, and you still keep your job one and thirty-one in the past two seasons. I wouldn't be surprised if he got fired at halftime <laughs> of the first game. <laughs> Like, yeah. like, you have no room for error, bro. No room yeah, for error like, at like all. Here, here's, here's their biggest mistake. Like, they stacked the deck this season by, like, using the, the Brock Osweiler, like, buyout strategy. They were able to get everybody's pick. Everybody's, everybody's pick. pick. And still somehow made the wrong one. I'm not even going to say that's yet to be seen. Uh, Baker Mayfield. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We're definitely, that's something we definitely got to come back and talk about. Because Baker, he has that charisma. He has the same swagger that Johnny Football you know had, you, but he you know ain't doesn't have? The starting job. What? Yeah, this like, is true. This is true. They, they, this should have been them setting themselves up to be great for the next five years. Yeah. However, I don't think Hugh Jackson can do that. No, I don't think he's capable of getting it done. I don't know if a coach, Bill Belichick definitely could turn it around because Bill Belichick started to turn it around before he left. Maybe a Pete Carroll when he's done because he's definitely not coming back to see, uh, Seattle. We don't, well, we don't know. We don't I don't know, know who can do it. And, but, but Pete Carroll's old. But he's a, a player's coach too. Pete Carroll's like 73. Yeah, he's up there. He uh, he's not young enough to be trying to turn around a damn franchise, none of that shit. You're yeah. right about that. <laughs> no, he's but, 66. Um, I was wrong. And that's yeah. close enough to 70. You just round up. Oh, by the way, shout out 
to my lovely wife. We had our first anniversary. She got us tickets to see New Orleans play the Los Angeles Rams. And I'm stoked about it. It's my first professional football game. I'm going to the Superdome, which I heard is is amazing. It is absolutely amazing. Like, Talk to me before you go. There's definitely some strategies to to make it to where (laughs) you don't spend all day in in, in your car waiting to get in and out. Oh, well, we're not going to be in the car. Uh, I think we're walking. Like, we're in walking distance. Of, oh, okay, uh, cool, Dome. cool. But yeah. uh, it's going to blow your mind, man. The super, the Superdome is the most impressive right. structure I have ever set foot in. Uh, I can't wait. And, I'm stoked. But with and she picked a good said, game. She go picked ahead. a really good game. She did. She did. For someone who's not a fan of football, yeah. she did great. Of. Uh, AFC Championship, I got the Los Angeles Chargers going against the New England Patriots. NFC Championship, New Orleans Saints versus the Green Bay Packers. We And it's it's impressive that we hadn't gotten these epic battles, quarterback battles. Uh, somebody, Colin Cowher, pointed out, it's crazy that we haven't gotten Tom Brady versus Aaron Rodgers in the Super Bowl. And we're only getting it for the second time in the regular season yeah. this year. Last time they played was like, what, three Something years like ago, that, maybe? Yeah. And uh, Aaron won that one. And this time it's going to be in Foxborough. I got um, New England win that one. But, yeah, we're going to get True Breeze versus Aaron Rodgers. And I think it's going to be in the Superdome. Oh, that would be so nice. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh... So who you got AFC championship and the NFC? Uh, I got I got New England winning the AFC, just because uh, I, they may not be the best team, but they're without a doubt the best coached team. And as soon as you Absolutely. hit the playoffs, uh, your talent takes second, it like takes back burner to coaching, and uh, that's what's hap- That's why the Patriots are always in in the conversation. All right. And then they've been in the conversation. I, someone just gave me some perspective on it. This is the 18th year, yes. man, of this yes. dynasty. 18. 18 years, eight Super Bowls. Yeah, like there's not enough well-coached AFC teams. Like may, maybe the Chiefs, but Andy Reid can't coach in the playoffs. Andy Reid blows yeah. it. Yeah, he so, blows it. They're safe. If that's the matchup <laughs> that you're going with, New England is safe. Yeah. Uh, and NFC. NFC. I, this is a very self-serving pick, but Saints. Uh, the Saints. Who? It, it, like okay. playing in the oh, NFC Championship game, uh, probably against. I, and I, I know this sounds a lot like last year, the Eagles or the Vikings. Because I don't, I don't see that. So the game it should have happened. Yes, <laughs> yes. last year it should have been the Saints and the Eagles, but I just don't see the Packers being good enough. The Rams, I feel like they're in like a like a Yankees situation where let's just get every single piece that we think we need and then fail at the very last minute. <laughs> ah man, don't do that to my Yankees. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. That is exactly what's so, happening, man. Jesus, that is so sad. Yeah. Like Eagles Saints in the NFC Championship makes a lot of sense to me. Okay, all right, Super Bowl la 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 or Super Bowl what fifty three? That's what the L yeah, stands 53. for, right? Okay, Super Bowl fifty three. 
I got the Los Angeles Chargers going against the New Orleans Saints. Drew Brees takes on the team that passed him up. Winner takes all. Well, if that's the matchup, the Saints, without a fucking doubt. <laughs> <laughs> like, and that's not even like super faint Saints fan. Like, speaking, that's just that's just common, common sense. sense. Like, <laughs> Sean Payton will like dissect the Chargers in the Super Bowl. Ah <laughs> oh, man, it's true. It's it's pretty much. Um... It's pretty much Philip Rivers playing with all his kids at this point. <laughs> I mean, he got so many. <laughs> the Los Angeles Phil Riverses. <laughs> right, exactly. But who do you have playing this Super Bowl? Oh, so for you, it's uh, New, New England, England yeah, and New, England, New Orleans, Orleans, right? I'm, th- I'm thinking. And the matchup we should yeah, got Saints, last year. Uh, or I'm sorry, Drew Brees versus Tom Brady. Oh yeah, I mean, oh my god. And with that being said, I think we both are going to have the same pick as far as the 18-19 champions. One because of fandom, yeah. the other one because of how I see it shaking out. And the New Orleans Saints are going to be the 2018-2019 champs. Of course, you're right, fandom. Uh, that's exactly why I want them to win. <laughs> uh, I also think that they're kind of float flying under the radar. They're going to be they're going they to be better are. than they were last year. Yeah, and and they're like Alvin Kamara is speaking for that team yeah. to me. The way the things that he said about Minnesota and, and about uh, Philadelphia, I believe you all would have kicked Philadelphia's ass, especially with Kyle Carson. No, I, and it, you Philadelphia was the only team I was scared of in the playoffs last year. To me, you didn't have a reason. I to would be. not have been scared. Like, <laughs> had we gotten honest. past Philly, I'd have left all the way to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, and and that team, the way it's built, that defense that you all have, and that offense. I mean, Drew Brees, you can always bid on black. And it's, it, I, I saw a situation where Drew Brees kind of took a step back, but he still would put up over four thousand yeah. yards. And he wasn't the same Drew, but he didn't have to be. And that's what I think he was. But he was. was. He didn't have to. Like, they didn't use him as much, but his completion percentage was the highest. It was the highest in the history of the NFL. He was still efficient. He hadn't lost a step. And what was that game where he did have to win? It was a high-scoring game. I think it went out overtime. I can't remember who they played. But Drew turned into Drew again in that game. Like, he was like, at the end of the day, they still have me. <laughs> and I can't remember what game that yeah, was. Okay. What but I said was, last season, all last season was, was, if Drew Brees is your break in case of emergency situation, you've got a damn good team. <laughs> got a damn good team. And so I, I will admit I'd much rather see your prediction because I want to see, I like seeing greatness. Like I said, Tom Brady versus Drew Brees, that's money. Yeah. Um, but I'm satisfied with my pick as well. But yeah, New Orleans, I got New Orleans cashing in. New Orleans getting, uh, well, Drew Brees getting their second Super Bowl ring and then the spotlight going squarely on Aaron Rodgers and being like, okay, what you got <laughs> at that point? Uh, I gotta hope so. it happens. I hope it happens, man. 
<laughs> but, uh, th- there aren't many teams that I think can outcoach the uh, the Patriots. The no, Saints are no, absolutely no. one of them. Are yeah. one of them? Yeah, definitely one of them. Um, so, with that being said, uh, Colin Kaepernick still isn't in the league. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But he is still a part of football. Yeah, he's definitely part of football. No, I heard his collusion case is going really good. Yeah. Or they're allowing it to go through, so that's a big deal. But without getting into the politics of it or anything, um, Nike did what Nike does. Nike's still behind Kobe Bryant when he was going through his situation. He's still behind Tiger Woods when he was going through his situation, even though they don't really even do golf products like that anymore. They still rock with Tiger yeah. Woods. And they... they Put the, I mean, you got those guys, you still backing them with a negative situation. So, yeah, it only makes sense to back someone who's doing something positive or attempting to do. But the internet, being the internet, <laughs> got some dumb feedback, but one of the most absurd things I saw today was um, our mayor, former yes, mayor, I'm yes. sorry. Tony Yarber. Tony Yarber basically came out and said, look, I'm going to spend all my money on Nikes. <laughs> I'm rocking with Nike for what they did with uh, with Colin, or for Colin Kaepernick and the guy popped off and Tony Yarber popped off and you can see it on the internet, especially if uh, you can go to, to the Unapologetic Geek actually and see the screenshot for yourself. But Tony Yarber told him, you know, pull up if you got that life. And I said all that to get to someone shared uh, one of the pics or shared that screenshot from Unapologetic Geek and I couldn't respond to what he said but he said that uh, well what has Nike done as a return on the investment like you all want to give money to them and all that kind of stuff and the first thing I thought of was what the hell are you talking about you can't be mad that Colin Kaepernick is not in the NFL, but then turn around and be mad at a company for endorsing him. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like it's like if 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 that's the stance you're taking, then you can't be pleased at all, and it's impossible. And then all you have to do, and and we live in an age where we form opinions without actually doing research. Google is the most powerful search tool in the world. People refuse to use it. <laughs> if you go to Nike's website and they have an outreach website, but you don't even have to do that. If you were in high school and you grew up knowing you know, a pretty good basketball player in high school or a great one like Monte Ellis, you would know that Nike has camps all the time for kids. Yep. They do things to give back. They do things to get you know keep kids active and all that kind of stuff. Like, dude, what the hell are you talking about, man? It, it, people just can't be pleased. But the other side, the the make America great again supporters, their feedback has been <laughs> tear-inducingly funny. You're cutting the swoosh off. I'm like, you already paid for it. <laughs> like what are you doing and then Nike has come out with a statement advising people to take safety precautions <laughs> when they're protesting <laughs> Nike doesn't give a damn man. no like, like Nike knew what the response was going to be what like oh yeah duh 
And then when they saw the response, they released the Colin Kaepernick uh, Just Do It campaign commercial early when they saw the response. That that was my favorite thing. Yeah. Like, okay, let's get this out the way. You're going to be mad? Okay, let's do it. (laughs) Let's roll with it. Be mad. Like, come on. And I kind of wanted, like, I, I, I appreciate his cause. I appreciate what he's what he's doing. I love it, to be honest. It's getting to the point where I'm like, I'm ready for this to be over. I was ready for it because, to be over a year ago. Yeah, I, I'm ready for it to be over. Not not his calls, but the dumb feedback from what he's doing and people that just refuse to get it, like Ray Lewis. I'm ready for that to be over. Yeah, well, at, at this point, you're not going to convince anyone of anything. Oh no! Like no, it's, they, it's 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 we're stuck in a feedback loop that seems to be unending, and it, with you know yeah. with the uh, the collusion case coming, like it's there's no end to it in sight. Period. And, and then the NFL, all they had to do was just like it was sorting itself out, but then you tried to do the anthem policy and why did you do that right no one uh you got nothing good out of that goodell nothing nothing and then they had to retract it yeah and 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 the the last thing i want to say about is the as much as i agree with colin kaepernick i don't like i don't for a second believe there's actual collusion Oh. I just I just think it's um. I just think it's thirty two like minded owners is what it is. It's 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 okay. very e- it's I, very easy to believe that thirty two rich white people don't want to hire someone who is, yeah. you know, a lightning rod of controversy. Yeah, and it's like one of those things they got together, and uh, not unlike um, what is the bleed blue uh, policy of police officers. Yeah. Would protect the shield. It's not unlike that in that, you know, even though you know your fellow man is doing wrong, you all have to be on a united front. The Cleveland Browns desperately need Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> but <laughs> as as I said before, like the last thing any owner of a football team wants to see is their stuff burning. Oh yeah. Because that's exactly what's gonna happen. So so uh, again it, I don't disagree with what he's doing, and if he can get something out of the the collusion case, do it. But I don't for a second believe that there was actually any. Like, no, it's just yeah, it's business. Business yeah. people do what business people do. Yep, that's exactly it. But man, so when are we gonna do this again? What week eight? Week um, nine? I don't know. I don't know. I guess it depends on how it's going. Um. Game, the first game still has not started. <laughs> wow, that's embarrassing. So uh, eventually, football will start. <laughs> Just not right now. Maybe <laughs> they're waiting on us to wrap up. Like, hey, you guys got to see this. <laughs> um, but no, I will. We'll maybe week eight, maybe week sixteen. We might wait to the end of the year. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. And also, we'll probably talk at some point on whatever you end up. Get, you know. Doing, oh yeah. No announcements, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. Not committing oh, yeah. to anything yeah. yet. No, nah, no, nah, not at all. Not at all. You know, conversation should been had. <laughs> <laughs> I've got something in the hopper. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's cooking. It's cooking. 
All right, all right. Well, as always, it's been fantastic having you on Reality Breached. Oh, man, I mean, I'm always happy to call. Yeah. You mind if I plug? Plug, plug away. So, the Unapologetic Geek is, you know, a page where I get to talk a lot of shit, and I enjoy doing that. And if you enjoy listening to me talk trash and talk about the Cleveland Browns and make ridiculous predictions, come check me out on my Facebook page at The Unapologetic Geek, and please go follow The Underscore Unapologetic Underscore Geek on Instagram. We got like uh, we're almost at 500 on Facebook. Instagram, it's weird. Like I'm still trying to figure it out. Like what makes it tick? And I know the hashtags are a part of it, but I don't know. I'm just plugging the shit out of it anywhere I go. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Like it's Instagram. You can accidentally get like 100 likes. Exactly. But it's, I have no idea how it happens. It's it's still confusing to me. It's no rhyme or reason. Facebook, I understand. Instagram, I'm still working on. Yeah. But yeah, check me out there. Um, and I'll be around. Like, yeah, whenever I find out something, you all will know. Awesome. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, tune in next time. Next time, we'll probably talk about nerd stuff or philosophy or something. I, oh, philosophy this, is cool. At this, point, at this point, I don't even know what's next for Reality Breach. That's how many people I have <laughs> contributing to shit. So... <laughs> Tune in for the fun. Uh, that's Jarius. I'm Sergio. Tune in next time. Bye. Peace. Thank you for listening to Reality Breached. Don't forget to check out our other podcasts, the Black Pocket Podcast and the Reality Breached Local Spotlight, all available on realitybreached.com.